1: Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio, live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the resources that are available in both the public and private sector. And we'll be sharing helpful information from women around the world. We'll cover everything military, from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder, to navigating government programs dealing with family issues, to the struggles of deployment, along with being a working mother, both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio, and here are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back. Hey, military
2: moms, Happy New Year! We are coming to you live from Southern California. I am here. My name is Sandra Beck, and I am here with my lovely co host, Tina Gonzalez. Tina, Happy New Year! Happy New Year, Sandra! Oh my gosh, it went so fast, didn't it?
3: It did. Last year but, just went by.
2: It was a good thing. I'm so glad <laughs> it's over and we can start a new year. How about you?
3: Yep, this is uh, so Richard says this is going to be the year.
2: It's is going to you be know, the year that lots of things happen. Is he is he on the line, too? He
0: yes. is. Yeah. Hey, Richard, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to
2: you, too. Oh, I'm so glad we missed you. We haven't been on in a while.
0: I know. I've been doing a lot of things, a lot of good things.
2: Yeah? You want to tell us some of the good things you've been doing?
0: I'm just trying to um, take everything that um, um I know that we've talked you know, a lot of things about last um, You know, we got some of the shows last year, Freedom Dogs and PTSD and stuff, I'm, um, did some, had to do some treatment, um, you know, uh, took some time out to do some treatment again. And, um, you know, cause I, you know, I too am still, you know, still doing treatment myself and, uh, and, uh, came to a part of my life where I, I'm ultimately the one that's going to be able to help others as well and, and help the people that help us understand what we go through. And I think that's where I'm at right now. And i am able to, uh, share that with the facilitators and share that with the people that are in our lives. And um, I think that's where my passion is is laying right now.
2: Oh, you are amazing. You are amazing. And I'm so glad that you'll come on the show and and share uh, with us what you're going through. And you're also so much fun. And you add a great element to the show that I really enjoy. And I'm sure Tina, being married to you, loves to have you on. I know sometimes we tease you, but it is really (coughs) wonderful. Uh, to have you here today. So, guys, how was your
3: Christmas?
0: Oh, it was really uh, good. Yeah. Yeah, a, a good one. <laughs> yeah, we we decided to change it up and stay home and and be bums, but at the same time, it was. Um, it, it, we 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 have such a hectic life. We we have you know family that's all over. You know, we have family that's in Washington. Her family, and we have in Northern California, and it's spread all over. And when you have four kids and uh, and Tina's family and my family and, and so many households to visit with four kids, it's, it's so hectic. And, and everybody wants to see everybody. And we decided, you know, this year we don't ever get to stay home and we don't ever get to make it about ourselves. And we just said we're going to make it about ourselves this year.
2: That's great. I mean, that's terrific, especially because, you know, it's when you think about it, like when I think back to my uh, Christmases with my family, I don't really remember what I got. I don't remember, you know, a lot of times what we ate, but I do remember kind of where we were and what we were doing. And, and um, you know, to travel around during the holidays can be super fun, but also just hanging out at home with the family is some of my best memories.
0: Oh, yeah. And, and the thing was, it was like um... – it, it it was so awesome to, you know, like start our own little traditions here at home, and uh we don't you don't get to do that on the road at other people's houses. You know, you get to, you know, you're always so in such a rush, and you have to, you know, like, all right, all right, we got to go to your mom's house. Oh, we got to go to your sister's. House. Oh, all right, and we got to go here and there and that, and it's it's never you get to. Oh, don't forget, we've only got so many hours left now, and it's like ah, oh. and you you're always so rushed and. Well, and you're trying seven.
2: to get everybody dressed, and yeah. you know keep the kids in order. You don't want somebody having a meltdown. You know, you want somebody don't else's house. Mess up house. your hair, and... <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. and don't forget about America either, because she has to go yeah. from house to house with us too. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's right. So you can't leave her home. No, no I thought, you
2: can't yes. leave her at home. And yeah, you know, <laughs> that's it was, house it was awesome. full. That's great. Well, I had my first. Um, I survived my first um, Christmas without my kids. <laughs> So uh that was really hard for me. But one of the things that made it so much better for me was that, you know, I thought about all the servicemen and women that are serving overseas, and, you know, here I am crying in my soup going, oh, I miss my kids, you know, for just a couple days. You know, it really puts it perspective when we think of, you know, our um, men and women fighting overseas that go months and months and months without seeing their kids. And so it was okay. It was pretty good. I survived. Um, but it was definitely a different kind of Christmas for me. huh. Yeah, it was okay.
3: But, but then you wanted... loved them even more when they got back, right? <laughs> I
2: did. I did. I was so excited when they came back. And then, like, two hours later when they were, like, full of candy and bouncing off the walls, I was like, was that crazy? <laughs> like, I had this nice peaceful afternoon, and I was, like, feeling so sad. And then there was so much noise. I felt like the Grinch going, oh, the noise, oh, the noise, 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 noise. But That worked. It was really fun, and I would like to um, take a moment today to dedicate today's show to uh, Rick, who works on our Military Mom Talk Radio. His grandfather passed away on Christmas Day, and um, his name was David Third. so we're going to send that out to him wherever he may be up in heaven that he hear our show today and know that everybody's thinking of him and Rick and his family. Awesome. Yeah, so we've had, a, we've had a busy holiday with everybody.
3: Yes. Yes. And now it's the yes. beginning of 2011.
2: It is, and we have such a great guest today. I'm so excited, um, you know, because we do do a lot of shows uh, that touch on, you know, PTSD, and and um, I think that she's just an amazing person, and, um, you know, we'll bring her on next segment. But so anybody who's listening needs to stick around because we do have there and back again coming here, and Sue Lynch, who's the executive director, and she's also a Gulf War veteran. But before wow. we do that, let's talk about our New Year's. How did you guys do for New Year's?
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think. That's my brain injury. There, you, you asked me a question. What? Uh, what was New Year's?
3: <laughs> Tina, do you remember? <laughs> yeah, we stayed. We stayed at home. We, um, yeah, we had a lot to drink. <laughs> it was. Um, it was fun. Yeah. It was, we, we just went to the neighbors'
0: house and. I got with the the neighbors and stuff, which is nice. Oh,
3: okay.
0: everything you know, this year everything was uh, we we stayed local and stuff, and uh, and and we don't ever get to do that, you know, again, and and it's something we don't ever do, and and hopefully it's something that I think that um we get to do a lot more, you know, as the years come around, and um, you know, especially with such a large family we have, and I think it brings the family element more, you know.
2: Oh, Absolutely. well, and do you find um Richard, do you find that that um staying home is is just you know I know it's easier from a, a family sense of like you know dragging the kids from place to place, but you know as you work through your recovery, do you find that that, that was easier for you or does it doesn't make a difference?
0: Um, you know i i've been I've been doing the recovery you know the process for you know uh for a little bit now for a while now, and I've done We've done different, different venues. You know, every year. I mean, there's been a time where we've, you know, we've we've done, a, you know, we've done a big New Year's, and we've included the kids. You know, out in in bigger venues, um, and we've also done. Me and Tina have done other venues where it's just been me and her. You know, away from the kids, um, and as our family has grown, it it seems that. Um, as I get older, and, and as I'm getting more, I think uh, with um, um, with the healing, um, I get more in touch with my family, I, I, as I say, and I don't know. I just I think that family is more um, is more something I want more a part of in my life. You know.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you did you have any holidays away? When were you deployed away from during the holidays, or were mostly have you been
0: home? Um, every 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 one of my deployments were over. I mean, it was my anniversaries, my birthdays, uh, Christmas, Thanksgiving, every one of them. So, yeah.
2: Do you think that it plays a difference now when you when you think about you know the changes that you're making and the things you want to have in your life? You know, how is how are things different now?
0: Um, for, the, for the for the longest time, um, I I went with going with the feeling of they're just days to me, you know, like I could go with and with a wedding anniversary just being a regular day to me, like, eh, it's just a regular day to me. You know, why was Tina again, you know, like so emotional over it? And because to me, it, you know, and I'm just being honest, that's, you know, like you go over there and it's it's something you just cope with. That's how you, you have to detach yourself, you know. Um, and, and it's sad to say, but that's how we have to cope with things. You cope with a birthday like that. You cope with um, a a, a child's birthday. You cope, you know, service members cope with a child's birth, Um, you know, a a loss of somebody. That's how we cope. So when you come back here and you have to deal with, you know, these these times that reoccur again, like birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, well, you're stuck in this pattern because we redeploy, redeploy, redeploy. And it's kind of hard to get out of it. And so, like, as this healing is occurring, and I'm going, I kind of like this family thing now. And I'm going, you know what? I, I, I want to be part more of this family thing that's going on. And, and so, you know, you go through these stages of, you know, what, what works for you. And, you know, every service member is going to be different with the, the events that they've, they've, you know, they've experienced and how traumatic it is and, you know, their life experiences. But ultimately, um, you know, you know, family is, is, you know, it's it's an important part of our lives and, you know, the holiday is, is, you know, it's, 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 it's special for us to share with each other.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I hate to cut you off, but uh, my name is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Tina Gonzalez, and this is Military Mom Talk Radio. I'd like you guys to check us out on the web, www.militarymomtalkradio.com. You can also hear us on iTunes or on TogiNet Radio, which is dot com. You can download from there. We will be back after the break with Sue Lynch, and she is the executive director, J.D. She's also a Gulf War veteran, and... And she is part of there and back again.
1: Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system, keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on tokenet.com. Power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Togenet.com. Adoption, Journey to Motherhood with Mary Beth Wells. Monday mornings at 9, 8 a.m. Central. This is not your typical show about adopting children. This is a shared experience from Mary Beth's heart. Mary Beth will be talking about and covering all the issues pertaining to adoption including adopted parents birth parents adoptees foster care and infertility so How did your journey to motherhood begin? Or are you still on the path? We want to hear all voices sharing their stories and talking about those issues that are so dear to our hearts. You see, Mary Beth is a birth mom that relinquished a child for adoption and ended up coming full circle by adopting two beautiful little girls from Guatemala. And that led to her starting a doll company about adopting baby dolls from all around the world so that children could choose their own doll and learn about that doll's heritage. For more on Mary Beth and her dolls, go to PreciousBabyDolls.com. Then join us for Adoption, Journey to Motherhood. With Mary Beth Wells, Monday mornings at 9, 8 a.m. Central. Remember, the heart knows no boundaries. There ain't no doubt, I love this land. God bless the USA. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com, covering topics to help on the home front. With help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck.
2: Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm wishing you a very happy New Year, 2011. And we have on the show with us today, uh, Tina Gonzalez. We have her husband, Richard, who is outstanding as always. We have Sue Lynch. We also have a special guest star, and we'll see if maybe he will say something for everybody.
3: You wanna talk? Hi. 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 Hi, are you gonna wish everybody a happy new year? Come say Happy New Year.
2: Hi oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Happy New Year. Tina, who was
3: that? That was Gabriel. <laughs> and how old is he? He's two and a half. He can hear Richard talking through the phone when he's talking and he's like, I wanna to talk to my daddy and I'm trying to explain to him he's down the hall <laughs> and that he can go see him. He's here, but he's not he's not grasping it
2: oh well it's outstanding and he did a good job saying happy new year and you know he's one of the reasons that we're here today and why we have this show because we really care about our families we care about our children um, especially the children of our military service men and women um, because whereas you know we as husbands and wives choose to either be in the military or choose to marry somebody in the military a lot of times our military kids don't Actually, all the time, they don't have that choice. They're really kind of drafted into the military lifestyle. And so that's one of the reasons that we are on the air today, because we care about our families and we care about our children. And so, Gabriel, good job on your Happy
3: New Year. He's like, can I have candy now? (laughs) (laughs) He earned his candy, definitely. Definitely. Well, uh, Richard
2: and Tina, we're going to bring on Sue Lynch. Sue, are you on the line? I am. Can you hear me? Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Military Mom Talk Radio. Thanks so much for having me. This is so exciting. I, I'm going to have you introduce yourself because I would just end up reading your biography, and I've been known to like you know bust people down in rank by making mistakes. So you go ahead and <laughs> that's <laughs> okay. That's yourself. okay.
4: I um well I um I am uh, the executive director of There and Back Again, um, but I have also served in the military for going on 24 years. In March, uh, enlisted. Uh, uh, now a major uh, in the trial defense services in the Army Reserves, um, been deployed to the Gulf War uh, during 1990 when I was did, and then also um, I was uh, deployed to Kosovo in 2004. And currently, um, you know, we're, there and back again has been, you know, something that is near and dear to my heart because of my own personal experience when I um, was 20, we deployed to Saudi Arabia. Are you there? I am yeah. still here. I thought I got disconnected, so. Um, yeah, no, just yeah,
3: yes,
2: so, keep talking. <laughs> okay.
4: Um, so, when, you know, for for my my story, and I think that, you know, we all have our own individual st- stories that, you know, um, uh, that drive us to do the work that we do um, once we can really learn and recover from, from those experiences. And I um, was deployed uh, out of Boston, and I was a twenties 20- 27 Delta, which is a paralegal, and we were the first reserve unit in, in uh, to be deployed to Saudi Arabia. They deployed the lawyers and the paralegals, if you can believe it. And <laughs> we were there in, uh, in Saudi Arabia in September of 1990, and um, you know the Scud attacks came in in January. And for me, um, the first Scud attack came in and just shook the compound. You know, I shut down. I completely froze. I couldn't move. I couldn't get in. Into- to my chemical suit, I couldn't get my chemical mask on, I you know, I just disconnected from my body and was completely helpless and soon after that, you know, I was able to, thank God, had a ranger buddy there that was able to help me out and get me to safety and once the, you know, the threat passed and the all clear sounded, um, from there on, you know, what we do, what I did was what every, you know, all soldiers and service members do and when they have to complete the mission and be in that environment for For the duration is to you know make a joke out of it, you know it became you know running up to the roof and seeing how many you know, patriot missiles were going to take out the scuds and keeping track and watching the like fourth of july fireworks and um and it wasn't until I redeployed and came home that things started to you know that that experience just took over, um, and um, I in the moment I had to disconnect from my body in order to do my job, and, you know, coming home the 30-day mark after the parades and the cakes and the friends and the families went back to doing what they were doing, um, I tried to get my life back and get back into... It's my senior year of school, which will, which I was pulled out of to deploy, um, get back into my job, and, and at the 60 day mark it wasn't going so well, and 90 days I crashed hard, and um, so for about 10 years I struggled with PTSD, um, and you know I called it the emotional storm. You know, I, intellectually I'd go and sit on the couch and talk to a therapist, and I could intellectually understand what was happening. I got it. You know, I got it. I could see it coming, but I could never really prevent it from taking me down into the hole. And it wasn't until I started, accidentally fell into a yoga studio, which I now own actually, um, and started practicing yoga that I realized that now I can manage my symptoms. It was like the, the light bulb. Somebody turned on the light bulb and I actually was able to, Participate in my life again. Um, and so I started to explore alternative therapies, you know, Reiki and acupuncture and all sorts of different modalities, healing modalities. And in 2005, with um, colleagues of mine, some of them veterans, Vietnam veterans, and um, other veterans, we founded There and Back Again. And it was, you know, an, a way to bring healing to veterans. Now and not ten years like it took me ten years to to explore and find out and discover and you know ask myself a million times what's wrong with me and and why can't I why I'm army strong why can't I you know pick myself up by the bootstraps and and, and heal and feel better um, it's to bring it to them right now and so that they can really learn the tools they need to heal themselves it's a huge huge um, uh, it's it's an amazing um, thing when we get to choose how to heal ourselves, when we get to decide how to, you know, oh, I'm feeling anxious right now. Oh, let me re- get, connect with my breath. Oh, I think I, you know, I need to go through these postures in order to cre- you know, reduce the stress in, in my racing mind. Or I just need to lay down and just feel the breath and, and calm my nervous system so that I can calm down, completely calm down.
3: And so guess
2: now, what? I can't um Sue, so hold on one second because sure. I wanna I'd like to bring in Richard um at this
0: point. Richard, sure. have
2: you ever experienced anything like this? Does this sound familiar to you?
0: It does. It does, Sandra. Um I um when um, when you said uh when you said when you talked about the Scud missile, hmm. I um I've um so um I've done several tours to Iraq, and um, and one one of the first tours I did to Iraq was um, um, Operation um, Iraqi Freedom One, and it was when we did uh, um, when we were pushing from Kuwait to Iraq, and uh, we were we were paused in, in a defense, and we uh, were we were we were, um, we were dug in, and it was, uh, in, you know we were in, in like uh, the whole First Marine Division was out there, and they were like scuds are inbound. And when you said "scuds," mm-hmm. it was like whew, I flashed back to that day right there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, and I could remember. And it was like I never, I never could interpret. I was like a scud. I, I was like I, 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 could not fathom how big a scud was, and I was like, and and I've been in the military for I, I can't remember how long at that time. Now you know, like I, I was a, uh, I think I was at that time. Um, you know, I was first OIF. So what was I? A corporal.
3: No, yeah, I think
0: not, so. Uh, or maybe a Lance Corporal, but senior Lance Corporal. I already did another last, that was my second deployment. So I, I, I was probably I, like uh three and a half years or so. And I could not fathom how big a Scud missile would be. And mm-hmm. then they were like another Scud missile has been launched, and I'm sitting in my in my, in my fighting hole with my gas mask on, covering up, mm-hmm. waiting for this, waiting for this this impact. Going, am I going to see this flashlight? Thinking like. All I could remember in my head was going, "Is it going to be like an atom bomb? Is it going to be like I couldn't I couldn't imagine what it was going to be like, and and just wondering like, I'm in my my mob suit, I'm you know I'm fully dressed up, I have I, I'm so disorientated you know so uncomfortable. This is the way I'm going to die, because I don't know where this impact is going to hit. Is mm-hmm. it going to hit in front of me? Is it going to hit? You know like and here it goes and here's another impact or here's another Scud missile. And, and and I'm waiting for these impacts. like how long did it take? How far was it shot from all these questions questions that raised oh, my.
2: well, and they're so vivid, I guess what's what's coming to me as the host and someone who's clearly never been in that situation um but is your your memories, your feelings, you know the emotion that comes through everything is so incredibly vivid, um even just from one word
4: uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And and the experience, that experience and the trauma that is associated with it is in our bodies. And and so for for me to talk about a scud missile now, I don't have that reaction any longer. I did for a long time. I did for a long time. Um, But being able to you know, go back into that experience and not only understand it intellectually and talk about it with, the, you know, your traditional talk therapy, but also be able to just practice yoga with the yoga and the breath. It, there's a, a science behind it. And when we have a traumatic experience that gets trapped in our body and the only way to really move it is through working with the breath to move it out of the body. Um, You know, Dr. Peter Levine and and Bessel van de another doctor who's on our board, have written many articles about the phenomenon, about how trauma gets trapped in the body, especially when you get to the point of, you know, the helplessness. In my particular case, when I shut down and I couldn't even get in my chemical suit, well, that's where the PTSD happened for me. I was helpless. I wasn't able to move that energy that, you know, of the fear that came in when the scud hit to get to safety, and in in that moment, that's where the trauma is in my body. And so for me, it was a matter of I need to practice this, you, all of a sudden, and it wasn't for 10 years later did I start to when I started to work with the breath and and, and work. Sue, with hold
2: the on, hold that thought sure. because we're going to have to go to commercial break and I'd like sure. to, to to revisit this when we come back. Uh, my name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Military Mom Talk Radio along with Tina Gonzalez. We're also here with her husband Richard. We have Sue Lynch, executive director of There and Back Again. If you guys want to check out her website, it's There and Back hyphen again.org. you can also find her at charlestownyoga.com when we come back from the break she will walk us through how to move trauma out of our body using yoga and breathing
1: are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system keeping the home fires burning that's what we're here for it's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent stayed Home with Ali Lopreet. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopri Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a 6-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website. Your ass, it's the American way. Hey Uncle Sam, put your
3: name at the top of his list and a statue of the liberty that started shaking her
1: fist. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com.
2: Hey, Military Mom, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Tina Gonzalez. We also have her outstanding husband, Richard, Sergeant, um, Staff Sergeant Gonzalez, and he is going to work with Sue Lynch, who is our guest today. She is the Executive Director of There and Back Again, and if you want to check out her website, go to thereandback-again.org. And um, she does this amazing reintegration program um, for the treatment of PTSD. And um, she's going to walk us through the, one of the methodologies that she uses in her classes uh, with her students to um, show us what we can do, especially for those of us that are not near a yoga studio or that might not have access, depending on where your, where your family is stationed or where you're listening to this so I'm going to go silent. I'm going to turn the mic over to Sue and Richard, and you guys do your thing.
4: Okay. So um, I, during the break I was telling Richard that, um, you know, not only do I do this kind of relaxation practice uh, for the veterans that I work with in the groups, um, but I also um, do this in the briefings that I give uh, for uh, Massachusetts Soldiers that are heading out the door, either you know deploying or redeploying, so that they have a sense of, you know, how to bring their body back to balance, and and the. The real issue is, you know, when we go into combat, our body's at a heightened sense of alert, right? 24-7, we're jacked up, we have to be, you know, it's a life-or-death situation. And I explain it similar to, you know, driving a car, and you're driving a car, right, and someone cuts you off, and all of a sudden your adrenaline gets jacked up. Well, when the threat passes, you come back to balance. Well, when we're in combat, that doesn't happen maybe for 365 days. Right. So we're at a heightened sense of alert. So the real issue is how do we bring our bodies back to balance? How do we bring that nervous system back to balance? And the, the reintegration issue is how do I take my foot off of the gas pedal that's the hypervigilance in order to, you know, to put the brake on so I can be in balance? And that's really a process. And so what we're doing, we're going to do, Richard, if you're still game, you still game? Yes, I am. Okay, um, is to just do um, a seated relaxation practice. And you can actually even lie down. And if anybody else is listening and just feels like joining in, um, take advantage of it. It's a, it's a really a nice opportunity to just, you know, um, kind of check out and relax and kind of get connected in your body. So um, so let's just um, find a comfortable seat. So if you're sitting up in a chair,
0: are you sitting in a chair, Richard? I'm actually laying down.
4: You're laying down. Okay, great. So if you're lying down, so just get, you know, really comfortable. Um, Maybe have a blanket over you or um, you can, you know, have a pillow underneath your head and, and just find the most comfortable spot that you can. Just take a few minutes or a few seconds to just find that. And then now if you can take just a couple more seconds to get even more comfortable. So maybe, you know, allowing the, the feet to just splay out and maybe the hands to just, the palms to face the sky or the ceiling. And then we're just going to bring our awareness to our left ear. So, bringing awareness to the left ear, awareness to the outside edge of the left ear, bringing awareness to the left earlobe, bringing awareness to the inside of the left ear, the inner ear canal. Awareness to the whole left ear, the whole left ear.
0: Okay, That's the one on. I'm sorry? That's the one phone's on. Are you
4: still, are you okay to participate? Yeah. Okay. So at any time, just if you feel like you're, sensing that you need to come back into the space, just bring awareness to your heart center, okay? So just bring awareness to the heart center. And then you can rejoin me in wherever I'm drawing your attention. It might even be helpful to just take a moment and kind of visualize a place that you feel completely at home and safe. and Maybe it's lying down right in your bed or maybe it's being with your family. It's finding that sense of complete safety and comfort. And then we're going to bring our awareness to the left side of the forehead, the left eyebrow and eyelashes, Awareness to the left cheekbone. Bringing awareness to the breath as it enters and exits the left nostril. Awareness to the left cheekbone and jawbone. And anytime you need to. Come back to that safe place. Feel free to do that. And then just come back and join me with where we're drawing our awareness next, which will draw the awareness now to the whole left side of the face, whole left side of the face. And drawing our awareness to the right ear, the outside edge of the right ear, the right earlobe, the inside air canal of the right ear, awareness to the whole right ear. Awareness now to the right side of the forehead. And again, any time coming back to that safe place, whatever it is for you, and rejoining when you're ready. Awareness to the right eyebrow. Right eyelashes. Awareness to the breath as it enters and exits the right nostril. Awareness to right cheekbone and jawbone. Awareness to the whole right side of the face. Shifting awareness to the whole left side of the face. Whole left side of the face. And then back to the right side. So shifting your awareness from The right to the left and the left to the right and then moving your awareness
3: to the
4: right side the left side of the body rather so the left shoulder the left arm the left hand the top and bottom of the left hand the thumb the index finger the middle finger. Awareness to the ring finger and the pinky finger. The whole left hand. The whole left arm. Awareness to the whole left arm. Now let's draw our awareness to the left side of the body. So the left side of the rib cage and the left hip. The left leg, the thigh and the knee, the shin and the ankle, the whole left side of the body, the top of the foot and the bottom of the foot, and all the toes, whole left side of the body. And then drawing our awareness to the right side, the right arm, the shoulder, elbow and wrist, the hand, the right hand, and all the fingers, top and bottom of the hand. And then bringing awareness to the whole Right leg, right side of the body. So from the ribcage, the right hip, the leg, knee, shin, and the foot. Top of the foot and the bottom of the foot and all the toes. So feeling the whole right side of the body. And then let's shift our awareness to the left side and back to the right. Shifting awareness from left to right, and then upper and lower body, so upper body and then the lower body, front and the back. Now bringing awareness to the whole body, reintegrating the whole body reintegrating your whole body and starting to wiggle the fingers and the toes.
2: Sue, I'm going to have to ask you to hold. We'll pick you up after the break. Uh, We are here with Military Mom Talk Radio. Our guest today is Sue Lynch from There and Back Again, and she's walking us through a yoga exercise. Please check her out at uh, thereandbackagain-betweenagain.org. And when we come back from the break, she will continue the meditation and walking us through some relaxation exercises.
1: Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system, keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on TogiNet.com. Trisha will dig deep into the topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star. Get ready to rock with Rock Talk and Kirk Deswald and learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry every Tuesday afternoon at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Craig Deswald is the creator of the Rockstar System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from the competition. Each high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. For more on Craig, the show, and the Rockstar Marketing Bootcamps, Camps, check out the website Craig D U S W A L T.com, So you can learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field. So more people come to you to buy your services and products. Then get ready to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Dozwall. Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on TuggyNet.com. There ain't no doubt.
2: Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Tina Gonzalez along with her husband, Staff Sergeant uh, Richard Gonzalez. We also have on the show today Sue Lynch, who's the Executive Director of There and Back Again, which is an outstanding program um, that she began. Uh, She's also, um, she was an Army Reservist and um, experienced PTSD after serving in Saudi Arabia, and she is walking us through a relaxation exercise So I'm going to turn the mic back over to you, Sue, and let you finish up.
4: Thank you. Okay, so coming back into the body, bringing awareness to the whole left side of the body and back again to the right, and bringing awareness to the upper body and then the lower body, just switching awareness from upper to lower. And then back in front, reintegrating the body, reintegrating the whole body. And then just starting now to just wiggle the toes and the fingers, starting to bring some movement into the arms, into the legs. And then just starting to open up the eyes. Just let them flicker or open and shut until you come back into the space. And taking just a few moments to become aware of your surroundings. Are you back with us?
0: Yes, I am. How
4: are you doing? I'm
0: doing good. I was telling Tina, though, I've done a lot of, uh, like, grounding and uh, I've done a lot of relaxation um, throughout the different therapies that I've done. Mm-hmm. That's I was telling about the break, um, and I was telling by far one of the best ones that I've ever done because, mm-hmm. um, uh, like, I've done, I've done like, um, like elevators, you know, like I've, I've counted, um, you know, like floors and, and, and I've counted, you know, like the different, I've done so many different grounding techniques and I've done so many relaxation. Um, and this was, this one by far was different than any one that I've done. And I've had yoga and some of my therapists are yoga instructors and and by far this was different. And, um,
4: what we do, in, and one of my teachers, uh, Dr. Richard Miller, uh, you know, really focuses on being in the body. So, you know, the trauma is in the body. We experience, we hold in the body. Uh, instead of going on a path down the valley, up a mountain, around the corner, it's like let's come back into our body and start to bring awareness to the different parts of the body so we can start to bring life back into that those spaces and we can start to feel again and and that's really you know part of part of what we do and that's why the focus is it you know on the body itself as opposed to
2: anything that's outside of the body so i'm
4: glad you enjoyed it thanks
2: Sue. that was amazing you know i think For anybody, you know, for for people who have served and who are suffering from PTSD, but also, you know, for their family members and for people who love them, um, it's a stressful situation when one of your family members or your friends or loved ones are dealing with the situation. Is, Is something like this able to work for anybody?
4: Absolutely. It's, um, you know, there and back again, our, we're expanding our mission, uh, to families. We've been doing a lot of work with, um, the yellow ribbon programs and have discovered that, you know, it's not just our combat vets, obviously, that are, are having, you know, the, Reintegration issues or, you know, the, it's the families that even during deployments need that extra, you know, uh, that relaxation and the ability to manage their own stressors that are, that are going on. And so, you know, we're looking this year to, to really expand our services to families, um, and the kids. So, um, you know, Absolutely, the the this relaxation practice is is available for anyone, even even if you don't serve. It's it's a great it's a great thing to do. You know, the, my students, my you know, uh, civilian students at the yoga studio. It's something that that's, uh, that
0: I encourage them to practice as well. You, you know what that does? Like, um, for me, what I what um, I try not to when I get so stressed out and, and anxiety and and um and Tina knows like. There's times where like I am so overwhelmed and and you know when you talked about like um you know like you weren't able to put on your your chemical suit Mm -hmm. I've had that happen with other times in life where you know like being out and like it could be going to the in the um you know in the grocery something happened in the grocery store or I can't get out of the car and 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 having that CD available to me you know like and just doing Mm -hmm. that in the car. And 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 grounding me and taking me out of that environment and putting me in a different environment and relaxing me, and and the thing is, resort, rather than resorting to like a Klonopin, mm-hmm. and I, as as I've tr- and I've tried uh, that is my biggest thing. Like I'm not against medication at all. I've just I just try to refrain from something that I don't want to have to do all the time. Like mm-hmm. and that's my biggest thing. And if there's other. Um, resources out there that I can utilize before I have to go to a Klonopin for me and I'm just being open out there you know I hear you and that's what I've tried to do and so there I mean there's times where I have to I mean it's just there's, there's no choice there's no there's no thing around it. I have to you know for my health and for you know everything around me it's just I need it um but there are a lot of other alternatives that I try to turn to and I, like last night, I could, I could, I would have loved to use that, you know. Like, and
4: uh, a lot of the veterans that I work with um, will will say that this is something that uh, you know they use in lieu of medications. And, and, you know, like you said, there's a balance. You know, when you need something, you need it, and it is not one or the other. That's why we use, a you know, kind of a collaborative approach, both, you know, Eastern philosophy or alternative therapies plus traditional, um, traditional therapies because they both have their place in, in, you know, reintegration and healing. And I would recommend picking up a lavender eye pillow. <laughs> Those are the... We, those, the the groups that I have here in Massachusetts, I hand everyone gets one, and um, to the point where we have to start really thinking about mass producing them because putting on, I sleep with one every single night, and I tell you what, it is it's become my little blankie almost, or my security blanket. But it's like if it's it just helps you, it soothes your eyes, the muscles in the eyes. It helps relax you, and the scent of the lavender, the aromatherapy is you know another kind of holistic healing modality or healing method. It's, it's incredible.
3: I and mean, it so, There's so many
4: things out there that you know, I've explored over the 20 years since I've come back that you know, I, I do my best to share with the veterans that I work with because I don't get your specific situation, but I, I understand um, what trauma is and how it impacted my life.
2: So, what type of advice, um, Sue, do you have? I mean, we've covered a lot of different things, but you know, like your best, you know, your best pieces of information that you can share with our listeners today. You know, what what would you like to tell people who are listening today that might be suffering from PTSD or have loved ones who are suffering from PTSD? Well,
4: the the first thing, the most important thing, is that you can feel better now and with yoga practice, with meditation, it'll give you, even if it's a kernel of relief, it'll make you start to, you'll start to feel better. You'll be able to control your healing. You'll be in charge of it. You'll get to choose. And part of the, the PTSD is the helplessness, and in the military we don't get to choose very often. But when we get to start to choose how we practice yoga, how we breathe, how we, you know, what, we, what modality works for us, You know, I recommend exploring those options. My website, um, and we're going to continue to post, I have partners that are, uh, you know, around the country that are offering free yoga classes to combat veterans. Um, And so that I I would say stay tuned for that. Within the next few weeks we'll have that online. I have a lot of colleagues in California that are um, working hard to reach out to veterans to provide services at no cost. Um, and explore some acupuncture. Explore Reiki healing. There's so many other things. So you know, visit my website. I have all that information on, and I'm happy to answer any questions. Feel free to email me. Um, I'm available as well as my team.
2: Now, uh, what would be the best way to reach you?
4: Um, email would be the best way, and you can email me at S. and that's L. Y. N. C. H. at T A B A G A I N dot org. So it's tabagain.org.
2: Like there and back. T A B there exactly, and back. Exactly.
4: Exactly. So and then the website is there and back, hyphen again.org.
2: What have you, um, you know, what have you learned most from not only your own experience but from treating the different um, people that have come through your yoga studios? What, what sticks in your mind is the one thing, you know, that if we could take away from today's show, what would be the one thing um, that you would want people to remember?
4: I have said every one of the veterans that have come through have said yoga saved their lives the anger, if you're dealing with anger issues, if it's explosive, if it's trying to manage it, alcohol, all those different symptoms of of, um, the, you know, problem of of the underlying PTSD that you try to manage, uh, yoga helps it. Yoga saves lives. I mean, it saved mine and every single one of the veterans that I've worked with will tell you the same thing.
2: And it's, You don't really need anything to do it other than maybe a class, a DVD. For those who are not near anywhere, there's some classes. You know, it's not like you need special equipment. I mean, it's really a pretty easy thing to, to at least have access to.
3: It
4: is, and we are in the process. We have a collaboration going on right now to get DVDs and books. Uh, they're in, in the process of being put together right now for distribution to the military at no cost. So we're working on it. We're getting okay. there. We're, we're raising funds. We're doing uh, the yoga community and the military community are all working together to deliver this to veterans because you know what? It is, one of my veterans said, it's so simple yet so profound.